I'm David. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to Room to Roam, a podcast about parenthood and relationships. And all the shit in between. Okay, we're back with another episode of Room to Roam. This week we are doing a Mother's Day episode. So all the gals are in the room, and David has left the room. Thank God. (laughs) Love him. Love him so much. Uh, Today we have a little group of mamas, uh, a little bit of different mamas. We have a a little plethora of ages of our mommies and our kiddos. So I'm going to go around and let everyone introduce themselves, and I'll start with someone who's already been on the pod, so it'll be a little easier. My sister Becca is in the room. Hi, everyone. Happy to be back. Um, yeah, I'm Becca. I have a three-month-old daughter. Who is in the room with us. in the room. She's being rocked right now. <laughs> Chilling. Hopefully, she's going to stay quiet. We'll find out. Um, yeah. Perfect. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It's me. My gal. Yeah. <laughs> my name's Roxanne. I'm losing my voice, so it's whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I have a year-and-a-half-old is that how you say that? 18 month old. You have to do the months? I can't even count that. Like, are you joking? I know. It's, uh, it's a trip. Can we cuss on this? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just going to make sure. Um, yeah, her name's Ophelia. And we love her. And she, yes. <laughs> we do love her. <laughs> it's debatable if yeah. it's reciprocated. It's reciprocated. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, last but not least. Yes, um, my name is Megan. I have a 14-year-old daughter and a 4-year-old son, Carter and Jayla. Oh my gosh, he's 4? Yeah. And I feel like perpetually in my head he's like a little 2-year-old. Right? Like running around the football field. I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, 4 as of March 1st. That boy hmm. don't play either. He like, Will <laughs> or Megan will ask me to watch him at the football game sometimes, and he just runs away from me the whole time. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm like, oh man. No, I've tried for the first time to bring him back to the game. And I was like, oh, he's old enough now. He'll be fine. Like, the whole time, I was like, Carter, get off the field. <laughs> Don't cross that line. <laughs> he's like, I want to play. Let me get So lots of girls. We all have girls. And then Carter and rounding Carter. us out. We love that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I have Rome, who I just got to sleep because she still hates her dad at nap times, unfortunately. <laughs> so we're working through that. At least she's staying asleep. Yeah, I didn't even transfer her to him. To the bed. Uh, we put her crib mattress on the floor, and I transferred her onto that. So hopefully that works, and she stays asleep, and he can video game and do whatever he needs to with it. So. <laughs> well, thank you all for being here. I think we're hoping to just do a little Mother's Day episode, talk about some things that are lovely about being a mom, and maybe not so lovely. Um, so we'll just do some popcorn questions. If y'all have questions too, feel free and we'll kind of go from there. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Love it. That's yeah. Fun. Perfect. What is your favorite thing about being a mom? That's like what I need to know because we got to start on a high note before we really <laughs> dig into the shit. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I don't have one. <laughs> Maybe we should start. The hardest thing yeah. as a mom? Okay, yeah, go for it, Roxy. What do you guys, the hardest thing about being a mom? Hardest thing is actually seeing her grow up. I don't oh. like it. <laughs> I don't like it very much. Oh my god. I just gosh. like like I can't I can't like envision her not being this small, mm-hmm. you know? It makes it really difficult. I try and stay present. Yeah. But, Super. Um yeah. Yeah. Thinking That's of her like, as like fourteen. Is yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can tell you. I just wanna like <laughs> I want to sleep with her all the time. Bottle her up and yeah, keep her right there. Oh. That's the hardest thing for me. It's just like thinking about the future. Wow. Well, that's and a ours. great hardest thing. Yeah. It's also like our world is so fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she got, you know, like, she what's going on? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We're still around to make sure it's all right. Like, yeah. at least somebody's protecting them. I know, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, well right now. Because she's only three months old. I think the hardest thing for me is sleep. Um, Mm. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten more than four hours of sleep since she was born. In a row. Consecutively, I should say. Um, So, 
you know, it's that's the hardest thing for me. But I also try and think, oh, it's only a stage. Like this is just a stage of life. Like mm -hmm. she will eventually sleep through the night at some point. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's the hardest for me right now, for sure. Yeah. Ugh. What about you, Court? I know we're in, we're in similar timelines. Obviously, our daughters are a month apart. Um, mine is just feeling like I don't ever have a moment that I'm not thinking about my kid, even if I'm away from her. My thoughts are already to like, okay, when's her next speed? Okay, is her diaper changed? Is she when's screaming without me? Like, how is she doing? I think like I just uh, sometimes I stand in the shower and I'm like, this is the only time I have to just be and the only thing I have to think about is washing my body but then I still am thinking about what's next for her and I'm like oh shit I didn't think about what was next for me like I haven't done anything for me yet mm -hmm. and I my husband's very good about making me think about those things but that's so hard for me I like mm -hmm. obviously Megan's like taking calls for her kid I'm running upstairs <laughs> trying to get my kidnapping Becca's getting her kidnapping Roxanne's like damn I'm without my kid Whew, thank god <laughs> like we're all just trying to make it last around here you know <laughs> Well, Roxanne's like, I can't turn my phone on silent. She's at the daycare. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Gotta be available. Still. Always, 24-7. All day. Every I day. I know. The rest yeah. of our lives. You don't shut it off. It doesn't. Yeah. I know. Even me, like, I mean, I was just taking calls. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's the hardest part is, like, the things you can't control. Like, mm -hmm. like my daughter has epilepsy. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how the hell she got epilepsy. Like, mm -hmm. and, you know, oh. trying to, like, convey to her because she's older now. She'll be like whiny, and I'm like, oh, I don't, oh my I don't gosh. know, but it's gonna be okay. That <laughs> like, breaks me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh. So I'm just like, Ugh, girl, like stay strong, and I start to worry about like her future. Mm -hmm. Um, like, what is she gonna be able to live by herself? Is she gonna be able to hold down a job? Is she gonna? Mm -hmm. So like, my mind is always like, okay, what can I do to help her now to help prepare for her? Then, so I think yeah. that's like usually mm -hmm. my bigger stressors at least lately yeah you know yeah. it changes each stage they go through yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm like she's got, she's got her own stuff as a 14 year old but then you got your four-year-old and that's a yeah. whole other hardest part yeah, probably thank mm -hmm. god he's easy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, praise the lord kid. Mm -hmm. he just wants to love me and i'm like okay bring it on oh, <laughs> i think god. yeah i think my biggest struggle with him is that he loves sleeping in my bed and mm. actually they both migrated to my bed mm -hmm. <laughs> the last two months actually I have a king size bed, but it's just not enough. <laughs> like, I still don't no. have my own space. No, I'm only like, two of those. <laughs> Stack them up. Two of those bitches, you gotta, mm -hmm. you know. They'll yep. still find me and push me off. It doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and somehow it's you, right? I mean, yeah. we, we co sleep with Roman. I swear, she just comes to my side of the bed. And, like, does she ever oh, want to, like, go? He's available. Look at him snoozing <laughs> with his goddamn face mask on. He's available <laughs> for you, girl. Go get him. Nope, never. Oh, never. Yeah. Only my side. <laughs> It's the worst. I feel like Ophie is like a good balance. She picks she both like, of you? Yeah, she'll just roll. Now she does a thing where she like, her feet are in my face and head are in Michael's, you know. It's just like a, it's just like, You're like it's okay. a big H in the bed. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. because she's the HBIC up in there. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I just need to like make sure you know. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. No, seriously. <laughs> She's like kicking us in the face. Oh like, my god! She headbutted us both in the nose oh, in the middle of the night. Uh, yeah. Well, me <laughs> in the middle of the night. Time. Michael in the morning. <laughs> then he, she like kicked him in the face, like in the eye. Specific. This is what I'm saying. She's going to kill us. <laughs> She's going to kill us. I really kill. People laugh, and I'm like, you guys, I'm so scared. <laughs> yeah, but. So what you're yeah. saying is the sleep doesn't get better because yeah. that was like <laughs> basically I'll always this will always be my hardest good to know. If you co-sleep, it's yeah. I hit and miss. Well, and I was it's like, you have a 14 year old and your sleep is still. <laughs> right? No, I literally got like hardly any sleep last night because she was in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> like even though she actually stays on her side, like yeah, she has epilepsy, so like she would like wake up and have a seizure, and I'd like wake up and I'd be like. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, you're fine, you're fine. And then oh, she'd like fall gosh. back asleep, and I'm like, okay, now I have to fall back asleep. Hmm. And I'm Googling, like, what causes this? What uh -huh. can stop this? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oh. Oh. 
So. The medical stuff that you have like no control over. Yeah, that stuff is stressful. But the middle of the night Googling, I swear, doesn't make it worse. Or makes it worse because I, when I'm breastfeeding her in the middle of the night, I'm like, how do I get my child to sleep through the night? <laughs> and it's just like, they never will. Or it's like all these things like, you do this once, your child will sleep. I'm like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. So, uh-huh. like, I'm like, no. I've done a small, like downloaded so many apps in the middle of the night, like thinking things would help. And my husband's sleeping next to me soundly, and I'm just like, yeah. I'm up thinking about this and you're just snoozing away. Does she go sleep with you? Yes, it's a hit and miss. So sometimes she goes sleep, sometimes we can get her in the bassinet. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends on the day. Um, so it's a work in progress. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm, it's almost like I want her to sleep in the bassinet, but mm-hmm. it, I get better sleep when she sleeps in the bed because she sleeps better in the bed and yep. she's not waking up as much. And it's easier to transfer and breastfeed when she's just in the bed with me, opposed to like having to get up, grab her. It wakes myself up more to have to transfer her to the from the bassinet to the oh, bed to yeah. feed. So mm-hmm. it's no, like I think uh, when I had Jayla, I was living at my sister's house and she like, I had a bassinet, a bassinet for her next to the bed. And the first night I put her in there and then like, she was crying like all night. My sister came in and my sister's 12 years older than me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she'd already had two kids and she's like, listen, Megan, just put her in the bed with you. You'll both sleep a lot better mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll be a happier person. And I was like, <laughs> okay. And so from that point on, like mm-hmm. just both my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but then I still check the box on the, pedi- the pediatric appointment. We were just talking about your child sleep in the bed in a flat surface on their back. I'm like, yep. Uh-huh. She definitely doesn't sleep on me or curled up next to me in the middle of the night. No. There's so much stigma and bullshit around that. Just mm-hmm. trying nuts. Constantly, just like trying to please your healthcare providers. The worst. Yeah. When it's like, like cavemen. You know, like back in the day, like what you think they were putting them on like a rock next to them. Like, no, they were curled up next to them. Like for the body, probably like I think primal instincts, you're like your child obviously wants to be close to you. Like you're the only home they knew for nine months. Well, and are other mammals putting their babies in like another spot in the ocean? A whale is literally probably sleeping with their other baby whale. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like we're the only like, Do they sleep animals or mammals. Okay, I don't know. Whales, how? Yeah, well, I'm like, to sleep, right? So. I don't know. Look at the like lions. <laughs> <laughs> they have a house made it's of like sea. Okay. <laughs> like, like, where's their bed? Or I'm thinking like seagrass. You know, they go really far down and they What's find their bedtime little... routine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, don't even get me started. I know. Oh my God. That was tricky in our in our household. Do you have one that you like set in stone with? Yeah, I I do. Oh, I do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Michael. So it doesn't always follow it. No. <laughs> you know what's funny is I'm like kind of opposite. So when I had Carter, um, his like I was telling his dad I was like okay like when once he started having him overnight I was like. Okay, you got to have a routine. Just be consistent. Like, mm-hmm. they'll get used to that. And, like, so then he did. He started, like, feeding him at this time and giving him a bath at this time and then laying down watching a movie, going to bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, good job. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I don't practice what I preach. No, I got some good advice sometimes. <laughs> you're like, I give good advice. I don't take it. Yeah, it's good advice. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, no, I think, like, like, even, like, when she was much younger that was like a point of contention is mm. like, um the way that we would do things so differently mm-hmm. and like wanting to align as much as possible but that like trying to like i don't even know how to describe it it just felt like he was doing one thing i was doing another thing and we we're both like no do it this way no do it this way you know that type of thing yeah um, no, i know i I mean, even when we started bedtime, we were, like, trying to sleep train Rome, and I, like, just today found a note I had in my thing, and it was like, all right, sleep sack with one light oh, on, yeah. then the other boob, then turn the lights out, then this, yeah. and I was like, seriously, so homegirl's in my bed still, I don't even know why I have this note, let me just go ahead and get rid of that, yeah. like, yeah. oh a, my gosh. I created a whole fucking binder that... <laughs> no, you did not! <laughs> a binder? Yeah, laminated some pages... Oh, Maybe, shit. and it was because his parents were coming. Oh, okay. And yeah, we yeah. would go yeah. somewhere, 
fucking follow it. Mm-hmm. Which nope. didn't piss me off at all. No. At all. Yeah. It was. But it was pretty detailed. I love that. And it, we opened it like two times. I do still have it. You just. I sure do. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I took it. I laminated pages. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was when I was on, on my game, yeah. you know? For sure. Oh, well, that makes me wonder is there anything you've taken from your parents growing up that you do with your kid now? Or maybe that you were like, hell no, I'm not going to be doing that, that you like felt like your parents were raising you with? I think the biggest. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to? No. <laughs> well, I'm gonna send this to your mom right after the oh, episode. Great. So. <laughs> See you uh, in the next life. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to like think. I feel like I'm still so early into it that like I haven't like there hasn't been a lot of things that I haven't mm-hmm. done. I mean, when I'm thinking back to my childhood that I knew of, you know, I didn't yeah. know when I was three months old what they were doing. Yeah. Um, I think one thing that for me is interesting is like the cry it out method. Like obviously she's too little to even try that, but I'm feeling like I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of like my parents and like my parents' friends are like, you just have to do it and you'll go next door so you don't have to hear it for a night. And then, Go next door? Like, yeah, like you just go, you just have to do it and then they'll sleep great after it. And I'm like... I don't know if I can actually do that. And like Nathan, I haven't even told Nathan that I don't know. I don't think I'll be doing the cry down method, but because he's like, yeah, like once we get to that point, I think she'll sleep better too. But I'm like, I don't think I can do the cry down method. So I think that's something that's definitely going to be different. Is like I don't know if I can Oof. do that one. And these people have and it works for them great. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, did either of you, since yours are a little bit older? No. No. Um, I couldn't. Yeah. Broke your heart. Listen, it's like a, it's like a it's. It's a mind fuck. It really yeah. is what it is. It's like, I desperately want her to like go down by herself. Mm-hmm. And so maybe she'll cry for like five-ish or so minutes. Michael's like, he wants to jump in instantly, which is tricky. But then even if it's just me, I want to jump in. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I do want to be able to, like, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do my own thing, mm-hmm. you know? But, and she, you know, we'll, we'll do the thing now where we, like, feed her, bath time routine, you know, read a book, bottle, or, you know, like, give her some milk, and then rock her to sleep and then put her down. She'll be out for a little bit, but mm-hmm. there are times where she'll wake up and start crying and you're like, oh... Should we just let her? Yeah. That's really tricky. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's like the thing, like sleep, of course, is like, I feel like the number one thing that everyone has an opinion on what, how do you do it, mm-hmm. how do you do it, co-sleeping, bassinet, cry it out, like all these things, you know, mm-hmm. there's always opinions on it. So I think that's just something that I'll navigate when the time comes. But like, I know for sure our parents did it. They talk to me about it all the time. And I'm like, I don't think I, I right now, I don't think it's something that I would want to do. So. That's something that's different for sure than what mm. our parents did. I'm trying to think. Um, I like when I think of parenting. I also think because I I have eight sisters and six of them were oh, at least you. a decade older than me. So oh, so they like kind of parented you too. Yeah, they were like more oh, my yeah. aunts, and mm-hmm. I also got to see them. I've been an aunt since I was five. So like, <laughs> I have literally seen like my nieces and nephews get raised, mm-hmm. and so, and I've always been like part of some piece of it and I think for the most part I mean especially because I became a mom at 22 mm-hmm. so I didn't know what I was doing and like her dad wasn't there so it was like me I lived at my sister's house and so I'd be like what do I do I was and she'd be like oh do this and I'd be like okay cool <laughs> like yeah mom this is wrong what do I do she's like do this oh okay mm-hmm. like so I like absorbed a lot of that because I was I was naive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, would you guys just help me? Because she was also colicky, mm-hmm. which she cried all the time up until she was like six months, and then she just stopped one day. Stopped, and I was like, oh, "This is this is great." <laughs> um, but I think probably like one of the bigger pieces that helped a lot was like learning how to swaddle well. <laughs> oh fuck a that, swaddle! That helped with Jayla. 
Well, it helped with Jayla. Now there's Velcro ones, thank God, because... Did you have those? Not when she was little. little. (laughs) No, but my sister, she's like, give her to me. I'll wrap her up. She'd like rock a really, really, like, aggressively. And then she'd be asleep, and I'd be like, how'd you... (laughs) Listen, (laughs) Ophi would never, with the Velcro... She popped out of those. She she just hated them. She did, it wasn't tight enough. Mm-hmm. So it was like, hard, oh, yeah. wrap it. That's Michael good. was really good at it. Really? Yeah. Oh, he was really David good. David took so many videos at the hospital of the nurses doing it. And then Rome always got a handout because oh, yeah. she wants to suck on her hands so bad all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So we were like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the sleep game, as far as what they wear to sleep, I'm like, this is just a nightmare to me. There's so many variations of what to wear. So many. And people that swear by it, like, if you try this one, they'll sleep through the night. Yeah, those Instagram ads, are you fucking joking me? No, don't listen. Just ignore them. <laughs> <laughs> They're all liars. Yeah. Like, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for me, the thing that maybe I, like, tried to take but then felt like I was getting differing opinions from medical professionals was when I took Rome for her first set of vaccines at two months old. Everybody I had talked to, including our mom, was like, give her Tylenol before you go in. And I was like, okay. And so I brought it with me into the doctor's office and asked my pediatrician before I did it. And she was like, well, actually, there's studies out there that say that they don't take in as much of the vaccine as they should. If you give it, it suppresses it. And I was like, oh, shit. So then, okay. So so then I didn't do it. And I was like, okay. Like, so I I think for me, it was like, maybe like, take it. I take what she says. Like, mom, love her. And then I'm like, but this is what the pediatrician's saying now. And I don't know if it's different from the 90s. Like, yeah. No, and it did. Like, from because my kids are 10 years apart, like, things have changed in those 10 years of having it. Because really? before, like, her pediatrician would be like, oh, give her Tylenol A before, before. And then Carter comes around. They're like, no, don't. Because they said the same thing. Like, it, it suppresses, like, the because re- they want the kids to have the, like, reaction mm-hmm. to it yeah. to help build their immunity up yeah you can give it to him afterwards so i brought it with me and i gave it to him right afterwards and i didn't even give it she was like don't give it unless you see symptoms or like if she's extremely fussy which is really off baseline for rome give it to her and then that night like at bedtime she was like a little bit more fussy and then we took her temp and she inspected little fever so i gave her one dose but i was like oh my god like they get sore like those things hurt yeah i was like medically i have no idea i feel like there's just so many things I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lot to take in. <laughs> so much. I live on Google way too much. <laughs> yeah. Google's like the... Um, the it's devil. like, yeah, literally. The devil. Like, it's, like, it's like your best friend and your nemesis at the same time. Like, because you're going to just... And, like, I learned from, like, my pregnancy, like, I stopped Googling things after, like, the second trimester because I was just, like, making my anxiety so much worse. Mm-hmm. So that was my sister. Yeah. She would call me all the time during her pregnancy. Oh, my God. I think I have gestational diabetes. And I'm like... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah. I'm really tired and this and that. And I'm like... Okay. You're tired because you're pregnant. You're pregnant. <laughs> There's a child with <laughs> human growing inside of you. Eating <laughs> all of your strength out of you is actually what they're doing. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Yeah, and Google, our parents didn't have, so... No. They were going off all word of mouth. Jealous of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we're okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know. Let's just go back. Yeah, I'm trying to think about, like, with my mom. I just remember when she was... Because she stayed with us for several weeks. After? Like, after you yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was, like, three and a half months or something. Mm. Um... Uh, That's a lot. For anyone, I will say if my mother was living with me for three and a half months, that would be a lot of, like, on top of each other time. And in your postpartum period, too, for sure. Lots of emotions. Can't even, can't even get there with that, but, um, yeah, she just had a lot of opinions. Mm -hmm. My mom's a nurse. Ours is, too. too. That's all I have to say. They're very strong-willed. They have a lot of opinions. Yeah. My, I lived with my mom, too, Mm -hmm. with the second one. Or she lived with us, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, and she mostly, like, you know, stayed out unless I asked a question. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, she had started having kids when she was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And she had seven of the nine of my sisters. So, like, I, like, value what she has to say because she's done it a lot. And I think yeah. a lot of life. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> um, sure. 
but yeah, there were some things that I was like, oh, that's interesting, but let me just, let me cross-reference this first. <laughs> let me think about that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, my mom did not like the swaddling thing. She well, she like, didn't want to swaddle? Because she's from, like, Nigeria. Yeah. She's, like, yeah. African, you know? And she was like, we don't do that shit. And, are you kidding? <laughs> it's like, why would you do that? It looks like they're in... Like a in prison or something like they're in yeah. a straitjacket. Yeah. Oh yes. She's like, why do they put babies in like baby straitjackets? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. This is what they She's do. Like, this is also what we were told. Reflux. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, mm. watching twenty years when our kids are having kids, they're gonna be like, that was wrong. I'm like, yeah. you should have not swallowed. Exactly. Like <laughs> everything changes so rapidly. I All the like. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. So you never know. You're only doing the best you can, honestly. Truly. Yeah. And so were our parents, like. So I think it's really just, the older I get, the more I realize, like, no one really knows what they're doing. Like, everyone's just figuring out. It's it's all a scam. (laughs) Life or all of it. Motherhood. All of it. (laughs) Oh, God. Every aspect. Yeah. Well, what has been your most memorable moment as a mom so far? It can be the time they shit everywhere all over you or it doesn't have to be you know happy-go-lucky but like what's your most like this is the most memorable thing that's happened to me so far Hmm. you have 14 years megan so just give yourself time i know there's a lot (laughs) becca and i should be the fastest but we're well you said the whole shit everywhere Mm -hmm. and literally our first night home i was co-sleeping with her skin to skin because my milk hadn't come in so like my doctor was like do lots of skin to skin to help like stimulate and so I was sleeping with her like and she was just in her diaper and we were asleep and I woke up and I was like man we're so sweaty and I like pulled my hand out and it was just covered in shit no. and I was like Nathan and he's like actually no I was very calmly because he was sleeping I didn't want to freak him out thinking like she wasn't breathing or something so I was like Nathan Nathan and he's like what and I was like she shit all over me and he's like or i was like she shit on me and he's like how do you know and i'm like look at my hand <laughs> and then we get out of bed and it's like all over my stomach uh-huh. all over her it's like every i'm like how was this much shit inside of this tiny seven pound baby like i was i was like it's everywhere so that was probably the most memorable so far because Definitely was the first thing that came to mind. And shit is memorable. Oh, man. You made me think of my most memorable. I had to shit so bad. And Rome, me personally, I had to shit. It had to happen. And I was either home by myself or David was, like, in a meeting or something. And I was like, oh, my God. But she was screaming. And I knew she wanted the boob. I was like, oh, shit. So I ran to the bathroom with her in my arms, pulled my pants down, sat on the toilet, then whipped my boob out and breastfed her while I was shitting. <laughs> and I was like, this is the Wait pinnacle. This is Wait the pinnacle where we're... <laughs> yeah, I've made it. <laughs> like, okay, this is parent. Yeah. So that might be mine. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Um, I think mine was like, because, well, mine was the first time like she latched, I think, mm. um, because we didn't have... Like the traditional birthing experience, I mm-hmm. guess, because she was born six weeks weeks early, mm-hmm. so she was in the NICU for like nineteen days, something along those lines. And so, um, um, and I showed you the picture uh-huh. where my my tit was the size of her entire body. <laughs> like it was, that was came in quick. She, yeah, she was. She, Comparison photo is wild. I'm gonna have to see this. Oh my god, it was it was hilarious, and she was just trying so hard, you know. She's like, give me that. But yeah, when we was so was kind of like missing the hospital, and but when we got home, um, it was still like rocky throughout. We mainly um, bottle fed her, like I pumped a lot, and then bottle fed her, but um. Yeah, but there was one day we were just sitting. I was like, oh, trying all these different positions. I was like, meh, you know. And then I was like, oh, what if we do this? And it just happened like that. Uh. And she was on for a minute, for a while, actually. And then we switched, and she was, like, on again. And then we had, like, 
some moments, like some good yeah. moments of like breastfeeding. But yeah, the first time she latched was like definitely like oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, special. For I think sure. yeah, it's, a, it's a super emotional. Like, to, like, I think breastfeeding in general, or any kind of feeding your child, I yeah. think is a very emotional experience. Like, my milk didn't come in for the first week, so we ended up having to do donor milk. Mm-hmm. And we were on a very rigid every two hours. I bring her to the breast to try and stimulate, and then I pump while my husband feeds her the donor milk. And there was so many tears that first week of just, like, figuring out, like, will this, like, will my milk come in? Will it not come in? Like, Will we have to do donor milk? Will we have to do formula? And like, I'm so thankful for the women who have an oversupply who give donor milk because like, literally my child wouldn't have been fed like her first week of life without donor milk. So mm-hmm. I think like, if you are able to latch or, you know, feed your baby in any way, I think fed is best. Like, no matter how you do that, like, it's an emotional experience. So mm-hmm. I think that's definitely memorable for sure. Yeah. So we've got two shit stories and a feeding story. Maybe. <laughs> Gosh, I know. I'm like, I have so many like years built up here. I'm trying to like think back. I mean, it's it's hard because I bounce back and forth between like sad ones and mm-hmm. happy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because I like I've had like sad moments with both of them regarding the hospital. I mean, obviously, like Jayla's like first seizures, like mm-hmm. super scary. She was 13 yeah. years old. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Carter, when he was nine months old, he had RSV. And he was in the hospital for a week. Oh, oh so, shit. Yeah, right? Don't kiss the babies. Okay? No oh, kidding. my God. <laughs> Next time I make That's a freaking onesie thing. at a baby shower, that's what it's going to say. Unless <laughs> your kiss has made this baby, don't kiss this baby. Like, yeah. Good God. Yeah, RSV is... It's a scary thing. But I think yeah. there were good. There were lots of good moments, too. And I think it's when they, like... Like, the first time that they, they, like, tell you that they love you, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, for both of them, because I'm like, okay, I'm I'm doing all right. Like, I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. She's doing a little talking, just a little bit. But what she has done, which is super special, is, like, she will run either to Michael or I and, like, give us a hug. And it's like... Oh, her little arms like around oh, your neck yeah another time oh I have so many anyway <laughs> but um I was like sobbing forget why probably you know like it's just no it's probably I mean it's all of it um and Michael was like oh go hug mama and so he gave her to me and she like wrapped her arms around my neck that sounds weird. But, um, and then just started, like, patting me. Like, so gently. And then she would look at me. And then she'd put her head back. And just, I love her. Oh, my God. She's... That's seriously the yeah, sweetest She's heavenly. Yeah. So I can't believe her. Yeah, like, I feel like my most memorable moment so far is just, like, a funny one from what she said. But, like, I'm just so excited for all the that. moments are going to come. Yes. Yeah. Like... When she grew, I mean, the first time she smiled was probably also like the best ever, and we mm-hmm. saw that she had a dimple like her dad, and we were like, <gasps> we we're so yeah. excited, um, like uh, the giggles. Yeah. I got room to giggle this yet, weekend, and Becca oh was god. like, "Oh my god!" And I could never. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, she was giggling at me. Courtney's making her giggle, and she was looking at me, and I was like, I love it. "This is the greatest <laughs> thing ever!" I can't wait for Kyla to giggle. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. Wait till the first belly laugh. Though. Like they can't oh. stop. Yeah. It's I have, so, like, so many videos of Carter's yeah. with his belly laugh. Yeah. I love it. So, so good. Oh, so yeah. excited. Like, Ophie's face is start getting red because she's laughing so hard. Yeah. That's she's, cute. yeah. That's adorable. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Well, one question that was brought to us by my and Becca's dear mother was how, Misty. yeah, Misty Dawn, as some of our friends like to call her, um, how does being a mom now make you feel about your mom? Like, reflectively, I guess. Which I can take this because it's funny. She sent this in and I had actually just had a thought and maybe even said it to you. But I have obviously have a daughter. So it makes me think of, like, mine and my daughter's relationship and then my mom and I's relationship because they're the same in some sense. And I was like, oh, I think I would feel really sad if Rome didn't want me in the delivery room when she had a baby. 
And so it made me kind of reflect because obviously I didn't choose to have my mother in the delivery room when I had Rome. I was like, oh, I, I, could, I would like to have my mom probably for one of my future deliveries if I'm lucky to have more kids because I now can like reflect that that might not feel great for me if Rome did that to me. And I definitely think I flat out told both mothers like mine and David's like hard pass. You're not joining. And now as a mom, I'm like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have shut that down so quickly. Yeah. Maybe I should have just uh, brought that back in here. So I now am like, okay, yes. Thinking about it for sure. Sure. Yeah. I definitely have like a lot more, I think respect for mom. I think I, I always have like, I have a pretty close relationship with our mom, but I definitely like, she's a working mom and so mm-hmm. and she had three daughters and I haven't even gone back to work yet but like planning on going back to work and having just one child where she had three and was working full-time and she took her third back at three weeks yeah I went to she went back to work three mom. weeks after I delivery think, of Becca and, even been that. We'll have to and they she no, it's it's three no, and she brought three. Becca with her to work and she's a nurse like it was so that's insane to me yeah no and she was also like <laughs> And our mother was also, like, the woman who would come and volunteer at school. Mm -hmm. And so, like, me and Nathan refer to her as, like, superwoman. We're like, I don't know how she... Like, she has secretly, like, hidden extra hands, I swear. Like, (laughs) because I don't know how she gets so much done in a 24-hour period. Um, So, yeah. I definitely feel, like, a lot more respect. And I hope, like, to be able to model that to my daughter. And, like, you know, working... You can be a working mom and still you know, be a great mom. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that's how I feel about that. Love her. Love Misty Dawn. Yeah. Sorry. No, I think, yeah, my mom, so I'm one of four. Mm. My mom worked, she was, you know, um, Nurse worked graveyards. Oh, um, she used to do OR and sometimes ER. And anyway, um, yeah, she had four of us. That's a lot. I don't even know. You and know? she worked graveyards all throughout while having. Mm-hmm. Oh, see that? God, that's, that's yeah. And like being able to like, and then my dad was a professor, so he would be gone during the day. My mom's gone, and I. Anyway, but we would be at school. But anyway, my mom would. You know, we'd come home and then my mom would like make dinner and all this sort of stuff and then like sleep for like two hours. And then leave and then for go work. To work. Wow. While you guys are sleeping, yeah. I was like, bitch. <laughs> Impressive. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> why do you have so many cats? <laughs> I don't know why. But I, I keep asking my mom, like, why? Why did you do that? Why? And she's, she's like, why not? <laughs> okay, touche. Yeah, touche. My mother-in-law says that she wishes she had more. She has three. And she's like, I wish I had, would have had more. I can't wait to Courtney has been trying to get herself impregnated since Rome was born. Oh, whoa, no, no, <laughs> mom, mom, I know you're listening. I have not been trying to get myself <laughs> no, pregnant. She's not actually trying. She's just, she's very expressive of like, I want to be pregnant again. Like, not right now. only a month apart. And I FaceTimed Courtney, I think when Rome was like two weeks old. And I was like, I'm 38 weeks pregnant. And I was like showing her my belly. And I was like, I'm exhausted. I can't wait for her to be here. And Courtney's like, look at your belly. And she turns to David. She's like, I want a belly again. She's like, I want to be pregnant again. I'm like, your child is two weeks old. I love being pregnant. I have offered to friends who are in same-sex relationships that can't carry that I would carry for them. Hmm. Like I would totally, if I was done having our own children, which David has already given me a limit, totally. I would do that. What's the limit? It's a soft two to three. There's there's a cap at the three. Hard cap from David. Hard cap? Yeah. I commend him. <laughs> you know? You sound like you'd just be shooting these babies out. I totally would. Oh, my God. That totally. sounds like terrifying. Yeah. Like, Megan has two, and I'm like, oh, is it so fun? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not that bad. <laughs> Ten years apart, you'd think. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had some time to like reflect mm-hmm. and I'm much more patient the second time around than yeah and knowledgeable I, I like to think oh yeah I mean 14 <laughs> years under your belt you'd think like you have a lot yeah for sure mm-hmm. and then of course like um, again all my nieces and nephews I have 
a million. So being there, watching them mm-hmm. grow, like yeah. my sister is calling me and asking me what to do, and I'm like, what? Like, like I am. Well, what Actually, I don't know. <laughs> Let me ask Google real quick. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Our next question is a little bit more sensitive, and I want to give you all time to think about it. I can definitely provide my answer first. Um, this is from a close friend um, asking, how do moms, such as ourselves, handle Mother's Day? With friends who have lost a child or cannot have kids. Which is a definitely a hard thing. I will say I have had a miscarriage, which I have briefly mentioned on the podcast before. Um, and something I learned last Mother's Day, which was my first Mother's Day since my miscarriage. I was pregnant at the time. That wasn't something that was public knowledge, though. Um... Something I learned from a close family friend was that you're still a mom, even if you have lost a baby or a child. Um, And so I still got Happy Mother's Day texts from people, which I felt like was really kind and also acknowledging that, like, I had been through something, regardless of whether or not I had a child there to, you know, celebrate the day with me or not. Um... So I think that's one way that I would like to carry that on when that was something I experienced last year for me. So I think that that's something I will do. I think I would love to hear, like, I mean, thank you for sharing, like, your perspective. Well, obviously, someone who's had a miscarriage, like, I think hearing from, you know, people who have had a miscarriage or can't have children, like, I don't know, you know, personally, like, what they would like. So I think, you know... It's such a taboo topic, but mm-hmm. it shouldn't be, you know, it's like what, one in three, one in four yeah, one, mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. have a miscarriage. So I think talking about it and expressing, you know, what they, um, what they need from us in that aspect, I would love to hear. So mm-hmm. if anyone, any, you know, your people, your listeners like want to send in like what would be helpful for them, um, I would mm-hmm. love to hear, like, I'd love to be able to support yeah people in the way that they you know want to and of course everyone's different you know Mm -hmm. everyone's experience is different and what they may want is different from person to person so um yeah definitely not a one size fits all yeah Mm -mm. exactly Mm -mm. yeah i don't know i don't know what i i mean because like I don't know. I feel that, like, obviously I want to be sensitive, and I also want to, like, embrace Mother's Day for myself, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to find a balance, Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think that, um, I don't know, I just feel like, I feel like someone's going to come at me when I say this. <laughs> come for me. Um, I feel like um, like I want to be encouraging of folks who either can't have or have miscarried. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also encourage them to do their own work, mm-hmm. right? Because, uh, you know, like their own like healing work and stuff like that. Because, you know, it is complicated, right? And Definitely. like... It is a hard balance to find and mm-hmm. like you know like I also don't want to feel bad mm-hmm. right for like celebrating yourself yeah yeah, yeah totally. you know and like you know I've been in situations or I've heard of situations where whether it be Mother's Day or something else where someone's jealous you know mm-hmm. and it like really impacts a relationship mm-hmm. or you know I think I even had a a moment with my friend who maybe wasn't super thrilled about being pregnant and I wanted to be pregnant. Yeah. And so that created tension, but it's not her responsibility, right? Yeah. Like that's not her responsibility. Um, sure, she can be sensitive to that, but mm-hmm. outside of that, I mean, 
can I really expect for her to meet me? Or is that her role? Yeah. You know, to show up in that way? Mm -hmm. I think we could be sensitive. And um, I think people really should do the work that they need to to be Mm -hmm. able to be present on that day. Or just, like, say exactly, say what they need. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're not trying to get Mother's Day texts, cool. Say you don't want to yeah. if you don't want to come and celebrate cool mm-hmm. that's fine absolutely right? yeah. and that we can we can hold space for all of those truths you know yeah definitely so. yeah i saw on instagram the other day yesterday <clears throat> that the sunday before mother's day is like to celebrate like bereaved mothers like anyone who's had like miscarriage infant loss like child loss like anything like that um so i was like oh i'd never heard of that i didn't know if that was like some instagram made up thing or like if it's real real, i was like these holidays that keep coming up so i was like you know maybe that's helpful like having another day too Mm -hmm. i don't know like a separate day yeah Mm -hmm. just so that way everyone has space to feel like what they feel yeah i mean i can't like i don't really have much specifically mother's day but i can say personally like from for Father's Day, my mm. dad passed away during COVID, mm. and mm. so I I know for me like Father's Day comes around and I'm like it's okay like it's gonna be fine everybody's like oh happy Father's Day dad and mm-hmm. um, I'm not sad and I don't I don't expect anybody to cater to how I feel mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day I I know I'm responsible for how I feel. I'm in control of that and Mm. I can choose to be sad or I can choose to see like the positive in something and like Mm -hmm. I learn from all my experiences and just try to see like the better like what good came from this totally um so I always encourage like other people to kind of try to do the same thing it's not easy but um yeah yeah and it's also like I don't know. I mean, it's like, how do we fi- we, how do we answer that question? We all have kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Even with a miscarriage, right? Like, I now have a child, yeah. so it makes it easier. So it's like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not in that position, yeah. right? Like, and I would love for somebody to let me know, right? Like, yeah, now I mean, as being a mom and somebody who was able to carry my own child to like. Tell me what they need. Some insight. Yeah, some insight. And then, like, I don't know, I just feel like um, it's going to sound cliche or whatever, but, like, yeah, sure. The traditional sense of motherhood is popping a child out of your vagina, right? Like, again, (laughs) right? And, 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 cat. Jesus Christ. Which cat is this? This is Jade. Oh, oh, Noah. Noah, get out of here. Messing up our podcast, girl. Um, She's like, I'm a girl. I can be here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, it was like, I think what I appreciate more and more is like, you know, how people identify with parenthood Mm -hmm. without having shot a baby out. Yeah. You know, or contributed to maybe being shot out or something like that, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. There's so many other ways to, like, be a motherly figure and, mm-hmm. like, have a positive impact on people's lives. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's like what you... That's your healing process and, like, like you gotta... I don't know, figure that out for yourself. You know? I don't know. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for talking about that. I know that's sometimes sensitive for sure. Yeah. Okay, well, now we're going to move into our weekly win and woe. So this is a time where we have you let us know something positive or maybe just something not so positive going on for you. This can be a relationship life in general it doesn't have to just be baby related or mama related and becca we're gonna make you go first okay i had my very first parenting 
I guess fuck up this week. Oh. Um, we were staring at my parents' house and I was making my breakfast oatmeal and Kyla started to cry so I went to pick her up and she likes to be facing out now and so I was facing her out and her foot kicked over the hot water that I was about to pour into my oatmeal and it got on her leg and she screamed so loud. Like the scream that she got when she was in, like had shots like I knew it was pain scream. And I freaked out and I instantly just threw her, not threw her, I held her. Oh, <laughs> I held on her, but I like whipped her under the sink and in her clothes, soaked her entire body in cold water because I didn't know where the water hit her. And I was so freaked out that I just burned my child and that she was gonna like have a scar for the rest of her life. And I was crying. And my dad was there watching my nephew and my husband was there and they both came out and were like, what's wrong? And I'm like, she the water. I was so, I was a mess. Um, but luckily we looked at it and it's fine. She doesn't have a scar or anything. Um, but in the moment I was very emotional and um, held on to her very tight for the rest of the day. It just felt so terrible. And my dad was like, it's okay. Like she's okay. And this isn't going to be the first time. And the only, like, this is your first time, but it's not going to be the only time you fuck up. And like, there will be other things that happen and you know, you didn't do it on purpose. Like he's like, it's just something that happens like you're human. And so he kind of helped me like process it. It's like, okay, you're right. Like she's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was my, well, it was a rough one. Um, I have a couple wins. So I guess a parenting win. We were also, we were staying at my parents' house all week. And, um, while we were staying there every night after I put her to bed, I was bed trapped with her. Like she wouldn't let me leave the room after I put her to bed. And so I had to stay in there all night. And then this weekend we went to the beach and, with Courtney and we put the girls together on a bed and they both nights we were there, let us leave. And we were able to like go out and enjoy the hot tub with the adults while the girls were sleeping and we had the baby monitors on. So it was really nice to like have a night or like nights out and then last night we tried to do the bassinet now that we were home and she slept in the bassinet all night <laughs> only woke up twice to feed yes so, yes i feel very rested today um my child's now looking at me like you just woke me up she says you're not about to be rested no well thank you for sharing that <laughs> kyla thank you for telling us your opinions on your mother's win and well yeah Oh, and then a, per, a personal, yeah, I guess personal win would be not parenting related. Would be um, me and my husband just got an accepted offer on our house, and we got an accepted offer on a house we're moving into. So we're very excited. We will be bigger space for our growing family. We love that. Yeah. All right, Megan, we're gonna make you go. Oh me. Um, obviously. Well, I guess I'll start with the the woe. Um, I've mentioned Jules at Lovesy, mm -hmm. and we throughout this podcast like i'm dealing with it <laughs> um you know it's it's hard because we're in a transition of medications and i just feel so bad for her like not like not being able to help her mm -hmm. um i don't know i like i don't know what to do like i can't physically do anything yeah just like be supportive and mm -hmm. like stay very in tune with her doctors and like advocate for her and um Ugh. so that's definitely like a big woe right now because yeah. i just want her to be great and happy and you know normal mm -hmm. and it's hard um but <laughs> so i don't get too sad oh. uh, mm -hmm. a win uh carter finally potty trained <laughs> let me tell you i did not think the day was gonna come fast enough <laughs> the other day he was i mean like We've been back and forth, like he's gone to the bathroom and then like We're back a little bit. Night. and I'm mm -hmm. like, Oh my gosh, when are we gonna get through this? And I just he was in the bathroom the other day, he was Mom, Mom, I pooped and I was like, Oh yes, yeah. do. Like, I made a green one, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> yummy, yummy. But, but you know, he's proud and I'm proud. Love it. <laughs> Oh, like, cutie. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't be happier. Yeah. <laughs> That's so exciting. Can't wait for that. No more diapers. <laughs> Don't wait for that. Hello, extra laundry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to round us out or you want me to go last? Ooh. I can go next if you want me to. After you. Okay. Um, my woe is kind of more personal, but it relates to my daughter. 
I am going back to work. Although I work from home, which is such a privilege and I'm so thankful, I'm just so sad that all her naps will not be with me and there'll be things going on for her that I'm not there for. I, I think I just, I feel so sad about that. I wish I could just see every moment of her whole life because it's going to go way too fast like I know Roxanne has mm -hmm. talked about already and... Mm -hmm. So I think that's my woe. I'm just, I'm feeling a little woe about going back to work, even though it's adult time and it's exciting in that mm -hmm. way. But I'm definitely feeling down about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, my win is that my daughter spent five and a half hours at the football field with me watching dad play in playoffs on Sunday. And that was amazing. She crushed it. We breastfed twice out of the football field. Fuck anyone who says you can't breastfeed in public. <laughs> And we did a diaper change. We laid in the, like, on a blanket on the turf and played, and she crushed it. So that's Love it. my big win. Love it. Five and a half hours is a long time, so yeah. she did yeah. a really good job. That's great. Especially for four months? Mm-hmm, four months, yeah. Yeah. All right, Roxy, uh, you're up. Round us out. Shit. Well, I got a well. It's kind of on the lines of a, you're a well. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn. Um... I was like, well, this is not the first time I fucked up. Just, <laughs> just to, you know, attest to what your dad said. Um, but a woe for me this week. Um, the co-sleeping. Oops. Mm. The co-sleeping. And um, I... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, I'm just going to get into it. I... Um, Ophie was sleeping, uh, it was Ophie and I in the bed, Mike was taking a shower, um, I had, like, the worst allergies I have ever had, you know, at mm -hmm. night recently, mm -hmm. um, this year, and, um, and so, he gave, he gave me a Benadryl before he went to take a shower, and I woke up to hearing some, like, crying, and then I turned around, as Ophie was rolling off the bed. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. It's okay. I have Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Yep. <laughs> that, was a, that was a thud. Okay. Oh, girl. But, girl. Yeah. It, it was just... The image kind of plays in my head again mm -hmm. and again and again. Mm -hmm. So I'm like... Ugh, I have a lot of, like... Guilt and shame yeah. and, like, regret around that. And... um. <laughs> this is not going to sound good. It's not the first time she's... Yep, it's okay. It won't be the last, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really? I've also fallen out of the bed because she was pushing me <laughs> over the edge. Legit. I just woke up and I was like, I slid on the floor. It's like, okay. It's <laughs> just what happens. Yeah. Thankfully, um, wasn't too far. We have carpet. She was fine. She fell right back asleep. We checked her. Nice. No, nothing was wrong. That felt good. Um, and then um, a win was um, unparenting related. Well, kind of. We got like our front and backyard, like our whole property, like dialed up for spring and summer. Yeah. Got someone to come out and take care of some shit. Um, and that was really great. And then I got to see Ophi like. Playing in the grass and like pulling up like dirt oh. and like throwing it on the on the newly <laughs> pressure washed patio. <laughs> Stop it! Um, but it was really nice to just see her like running in the backyard. This is going to be the first summer that she'll be like more. walking. Yeah. Oh, Exciting. so cute. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us. I thought in the spirit of Mother's Day, we could do a quick little rapid fire of just your favorite thing about being a mom right now, and we'll let y'all go. So, Becca, I'll start with you. Um, I think currently my favorite thing about being a mom is probably the cuddles. Mm -hmm. And... The faces that she's starting to make, she's starting to be way more expressive. Um, so, like, her smiles are great. She has a pretty mean scowl, which I think is awesome. <laughs> yeah. She just um, gave me a little smile. <laughs> so, I think that's definitely my favorite so far. Awesome. All right, Rox. 
Um, just chasing my child. <laughs> and she's mobile and I love it. And I love watching her like say hi to everybody and like yeah, she's just so sweet and everybody loves her and she's amazing. Oh. So just getting to like chase after her and like mm-hmm. watch her do her little thing and see her brain work and Yeah. Yeah, I love love this age. It's great. Again? Ooh. Actually I have so many. Um but I feel like just seeing them like become their own person right now and mm-hmm. like their personalities shine so bright and when I see them like being kind and like yeah. good to other people. Like I don't know how many people at daycare like mention Carter and they're like, He is so good. He gave my daughter a hug the other day and he just it melted my heart and my son talks about him all the time and Aww. like yeah. and then Jayla, like all her teachers are like, She is so such a smart girl like she is so helpful and like I just love it and then seeing the two of them interact with each other Mm -hmm. like they definitely still fight like brother and sister which I don't know what they have to fight about like they're (laughs) (laughs) but you like I wake up in the morning and I don't know how many times I post on my Instagram story but they'll be cuddling next to each other and I'm like oh Oh, I love that adorable Oh my gosh. So cute. I love that. Well, I think my favorite, along with the cuddles like Becca, but I'll do something different, um, right now is that Rome giggles. Like, it's not the full belly laugh like you said, but those giggles are just absolutely 100. The best thing I've ever experienced. So. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for being here, and happy Mother's Day. Thank you all. And to everyone listening, happy Mother's Day.